0: In this episode of Cutscenes, we gotta catch them all in Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Let's get right into it.
1: video game movie podcast.
0: Welcome to Cutscenes, a video game movie podcast. I'm Jacob McCourt. I'm Katie Lessbrance. And I'm Travis Colnett. And this week we are talking about 2019's Pokemon Detective Pikachu. And we have a special guest to do so. He is a content creator, DJ, Gengar enthusiast, good good person and the voice on the intro that you just heard. It's Matt, a.k.a. Stormageddon. Welcome to the
1: show. Woo! Yay! Welcome, welcome. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. I'm so happy to be on Cutscenes, a video game movie podcast. Oh
2: my god, it's Uh, the voice. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy.
1: (laughs) Um, When Jacob first approached me about doing it, I was A, very honored, because I've done some voice work, but not a ton, but also like... He's like, I know you'll understand the context. I want. I want this to sound like a fighting game. Can you do that? And so I sent him like six or seven takes of doing different intonations, and that's the one that made the final cut. And oh I'm honored. God, that's great. Whenever, whenever I listen to the episode, I get really excited. Like usually, I'm weirded out by my own voice. Sometimes, you know, you grip, with, wrestle with that as a podcaster. But I love hearing it in the theme music. I love the theme song, and I love that I got to be a part of that. It's really cool.
0: Your voice, you, you came on the call uh, when we started it, you know, maybe 10, 15 minutes ago, and your voice came on, and I'm like, oh, his voice is so good. I thought so, the same
2: uh, thing. He As soon as, every time I hear you speak, I'm like, listen to that voice, like, oh, my <laughs> God, it's just, it's smooth, uh, it's soothing.
1: I'll take really it. really like it. Highest form of praise as a someone with four <laughs> podcasts, so I will take
2: yeah. it. Uh,
0: why don't you tell us a little bit about your four podcasts and other things you do before we get into talking about Detective Pikachu?
1: Sure, happy to. Um, so I am a – my main source of creating is podcasting. I am also a Twitch streamer, a DJ. Um, I used to work in the burlesque scene for a while until, you know – pandemic happened so now there's really not much of any of that but um my focus has been podcasting i host four different podcasts i produce eight different podcasts um one of the shows that i produce all three of you have been on which is a sub series of fun and games which is my gaming podcast the sub series is called side quests you've each done an episode um about a game that you love and why you love it which is one of my favorite series to plug because i hate the negativity around video games and this branches out to video game movies to a degree like people just want to crap on stuff. Uh and so that was a response to it. It was like let's just have people talking about why they love games with no judgment. And what I love about your podcast is even though you take jabs at each other and like there are barbs and you you pick on each other, the reality though is you're always talking in good fun about these movies. Um I feel mm-hmm. like this podcast is an extension of that because you want to enjoy these movies. None of you go into these movies going I hate video game movies. I don't want to watch these. Um But to wrap it up and tie it up and we can spiel more later. I do a ton of different podcasts. I love uh, doing podcasts. I've done them for over a decade. Um, And uh, yeah, if you want to check out more of that stuff, go to com. We'll do a longer plug of everything that I do later. For now, we have more important things to get down to.
0: <laughs> more important things. No, not more important. Just different things. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, we'll start with a tutorial, uh, which is a 60-second segment where we are going to give you the high-level plot of this movie, hot potato style. Each of us will take 15 seconds before passing it off to someone else. Uh, I will start this time. Oh, God. Uh, Who wants to go second? <sighs> okay. <laughs> Travis, you are second. Matt, as the guest, do you want third or fourth? I will go third. Katie, right. you are last. Right. Good luck. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. Uh, the movie starts with a boy, and his name is Tim, and he he. Sells insurance and he hates Pokemon. Well, he doesn't hate them, but Pokemon don't like him. He tries to catch Cubone, goes real bad. Uh, He discovers that his father has been killed and he has to go to Rhyme City to figure out why. Okay, so he gets to Rhyme City and apparently, yeah, his, his dad's been killed, but he gets
3: to his dad's old apartment and there's a Pikachu and he can understand the Pikachu. And they try to figure out what happened to his dad. Yeah, I don't know, Katie. Or Matt. I don't know who's going
1: next. <laughs> so him and this Pikachu go on an adventure because so they find out that actually something's gone wrong. It turns out that something might have happened to his dad. He was on to discovering something. He was a well-known detective. And they are trying to figure out together why this Pikachu can talk and why his dad has gone missing. Katie.
2: Uh, So they find that there's this, like, poisonous gas that uh is basically being used as a weapon to make pokemon go crazy and attack people and um it, it's like a not government's conspiracy but some kind of conspiracy and they have to unravel it and oh god
0: <laughs> my favorite part of the show because
2: either they're really great or they're really bad and, in oh this one god. and also really great the guests always do the best job of all of us <laughs>
1: this is the most stressful part of my week literally <laughs> I understand now why you didn't have guests in the first season. You had to let people get used to you. So when the guests come on and show you up, it's not a big deal. (laughs) It's
0: chaos. It's It's always chaos. I love
1: chaos. I'm I'm an agent of chaos.
0: What is your experience with the Pokemon franchise? Uh, this is the nth movie in the Pokemon franchise. Pokemon is celebrating 25 years as of the, the release of this podcast. Um, tell me, are you fans? Are you not fans? I will just start and say, I have an Arcanine and Pokeballs on my shelf. So you boy's a fan starting from Pokemon <laughs> Red and Blue. Watch the anime. It's just good, good stuff. Uh, who wants to jump in next and tell us if they like Pokemon or they hate it?
2: Um, I am a casual fan. I like them. I enjoy Pokemon. I've never been a hardcore fan. We never had any Nintendo console beyond an NES. So I never played them. Like we never had a Game Boy. Um, I watched like a handful of episodes of like the cartoon and played some Pokemon Go. But like I like them. They're cute. I've always enjoyed them when I've seen them. But I'm not like (laughs) I'm not hardcore about it. Yeah, and Matt,
3: I
0: go ahead, Travis. Oh
3: yeah, no, I was gonna say I have played probably at least one game out of every generation. I loved it growing up. I still really like it. I've played like a lot of even stuff like Pokemon Stadium or Snap or anything. Like I I've always been a fan of it. Um I probably have I've seen a good chunk of like the original anime stuff, not really into the any of the newer stuff, or even like really of the newer movies. Um, but uh, I mean I've always been like a fan at heart I just I know my Pokemon I just haven't really been into it as much
1: as I was in the past I guess
0: Matt you have toys on your shelf talk to
1: me yeah I, I am a diehard Pokemon fan I'm tempted to blow up Jacob's spot on how he hated Pokemon Snap on his other podcast but <laughs> I suppose we'll ignore that for now uh, the true Pokemon fan that he is it's not great but keep going <laughs> um, it hasn't aged well I would agree uh, I still love it though um, no, I'm a diehard Pokemon fan. fan. Um, before I watched the anime, actually the first way I played Pokemon was a friend of mine owned a PC ROM of Pokemon, Pocket Monsters Green before it came to the States. And we never got an oh official release of the green version we only got blue and red there were all three in japan and i used to play it i used to here's i'm gonna date myself really badly i used to carry it around (laughs) on a three and a half a floppy disk i would bring it home i would play it i would level up i would train my pokemon and then i would download everything back to the disk bring it to his house and he would open two separate rom emulator windows and we would battle we would trade like and then, I love this. And then, of course, from there, I went on to, of course, buy Red once I got a Game Boy. Um, and I beat the hell out of that. I've played every generation except two. For whatever reason, I skipped gold that generation <gasps> silver and gold. Oh. I don't know why. Um, but I played every other generation, at least one game. Um, uh, controversially, I like uh, Black and White 2 better than Black and White. I think the sequels are actually better games, which most people don't like. Um, but I've played them all the way up to Sword. Uh, i 've played the side games i 've seen a lot of the movies, but not all of them um, You know I love the anime, but I only watched it you know I think through Johto and then what was ever whatever was after Johto. Um, but I have friends who do voices for the Pokemon show. I have a friend who works, who has worked uh, with and at the Pokemon company. I won't name names just in La-dee-da. case. Just drop
2: <laughs> Yeah, I won't name names, but, but but we're gonna drop some names though. That's so cool.
1: It's, it's mostly because I don't know if they want to be publicly mentioned. It's fine. Like I, I'm always courteous of that. But like, I Pokemon's been kind of in and through my life my whole life and I am a diehard fan and like I had a huge I had so much anticipation for this movie because I've been living and breathing Pokemon since it first came out um the series has had hits or misses as an RPG I don't always love it because I get bored with the main story sometimes but that said I will always play a new Pokemon game even if I lose interest because I know it's what I deeply want to do I just enjoy catching those cute little pocket monsters
0: (laughs) Let's talk about the cute little pocket monsters in this movie. It starts out with uh, Tim Goodwin, who's played by Justice Smith. Uh, and he is a 21-year-old insurance adjuster who doesn't... Who just... Pokemon makes him sad after the death of his mother. Uh, he gets contacted by police, and they tell him to come to Rhyme City, where his now his dad is dead. Uh, a, a city where Pokemon and humans live in glorious harmony. Uh, that's kind of where the movie starts. Um, what did y'all think when you first saw it? Because I'll tell you how I felt. I felt like I was like five years old again. Just just playing Pokemon, watching Pokemon. It just was so, so cute. I really like this movie. Let's just start there. <laughs>
1: uh, I yeah. totally also really love this movie. Um, I... I very much felt like... Like, I've said it on Twitter. I've said it all over the place. The special effects in this movie is better than special effects in most movies. Barring one or two scenes, it looks like the Pokemon are there. With these actors in the space, it's astonishing. Um, uh, And, like, from the opening bit with uh, Justice Smith's best friend trying to catch Cubo, and, like, that whole comedy bit, I was like, oh... And I'm going to laugh. Like, this is genuinely funny within the first beat. A thing that another video game movie that came out a year later wasn't as funny, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, which you all have talked about. Like, I like that movie, but I didn't laugh out loud a lot. I laughed out loud a lot here.
0: That, I mean, how could you that, not laugh at the Donut that, King? That's right, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> it comes back. They're both great movies. You mean, the, you mean the first and second best video game adaptations ever made? Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. Obviously. No, the okay. second
1: one is Wreck-It Ralph. Sonic is maybe third. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh! Yes! <laughs> I knew I oh liked you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I agree. As soon as um, you see Cubone, I was like, oh, he looks really, really good. Like, Cubone looks fantastic. Like, the texture... Mm -hmm. on the skin and the skull helmet thing fantastic like he looked great and then i agree like the quips back and forth between the two friends don't feel forced like it feels like oh this i'm entertained like i'm in i'm following these people it's not like quippy kids movie jokes it's like i mean it is but it 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 felt natural i liked it Mm
3: -hmm.
0: is it i know matt and i have seen this movie before have y'all seen it before no. or is this your first time through? First oh, okay, time. first time.
3: Oh, no, I saw it. I saw it in theaters when it came out. Same. Same. Okay, so
0: Katie, you're, you're new. The Coming three of us have fresh. seen it th- for the second
2: time. Which, And also, I'll point out, because um, I don't know if you guys would notice, um, at the beginning of the movie they really do a good job of kind of uh, laying out the like Pokemon rules for yes. you. Mm-hmm. for If you don't know Pokemon, but they do it in a way that's not like super exposition-y. But mm-hmm. um, where it's just, like, smooth and natural, and I really appreciated it. They kind of, like, explain how this world works.
3: I really liked the little touch of what they said was, it has to choose you, too. And I was like, okay, how are they going to get around this whole idea of, like, you're capturing creatures and yeah. making them fight, or, against like, is it against their will? the yeah. The fact that they threw in that little line of, like, oh remember it has to it has to choose you too and then yeah. it just was enough for me that i was like okay So that they're I not little g-
2: slaves that you're dragging yeah, around with you you know what i mean yeah.
3: and i mean the fact that this is really set in a in a city where pokemon can run free you mm-hmm. don't it really sidesteps the like kind of eh, parts of like yeah. the pokemon world right which was kind of nice um but obviously it wouldn't totally work if you were doing uh you know a basic Pokemon movie, right? I like that it was more focused on this rather than like just basic Pokemon movie with a trainer trying to battle his way through the gyms, right? Like it's, I don't need that. And Mm -hmm. I'm glad it was more focused and it kind of let the movie do its own thing with having Pokemon be the backdrop rather than being like the whole entire thing. Right. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I mean, this thing does what a lot of the Pokemon anime movies do, which they seem to always involve Mewtwo somehow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, And this game, like, alludes to the fact that like Mewtwo there's a car crash there's a blown up lab when the movie starts so right away I think I read a description of this movie and it called it a sci-fi action mystery comedy which I thought was like a lot of words (laughs) yeah
2: the perfect way to describe this movie yeah all those things add up yeah
1: well, it's interesting. <laughs> I don't know if any of you have – I know – I'm assuming Katie hasn't just based on the kind of Pokemon fan you are, but I don't know if the uh, if the other two of you have played Detective Pikachu the game, which this is no. based on. And so no. I've never played it, but I watched um, – I'll say my friend, he doesn't know me that well, but Gerard the Completionist, who I adore, who I've been a fan of for a long time, who has a YouTube series of completing games, did Detective Pikachu, and I watched it, and he talked about the plot and it's pretty close one to one. Like I don't think, really, I don't think, I don't think um, the main character is the same. But it's like it's a talking Pikachu shows up out of nowhere. Was his father's partner Pikachu as a detective trying to unravel a story? I think the merging with human thing, I think, is an exposition like a jump from the game the game doesn't really cover but like the basic plot lines of like finding this pikachu going off on an adventure together trying to solve mysteries comes from this game interesting i didn't realize that because i was also wondering
3: like where did some of the stuff that they decided to do in this movie especially near the end Mm -hmm. um i was like where's this going like where'd this come from i have no idea where this concept (laughs) came from
1: but like at least you know I I, I I guess you also the, said that I was gonna say I think the majority of the plot points come from that I don't remember how that game ends but right. I think the merging with humans thing might have been in the game too but I'm not positive
3: yeah not to jump forward but that was like my one thing where I was like where'd this come from but like I'll, we can talk about that later <laughs>
0: Uh, the, the big kind of, not first twist, but the big first thing that happens is Tim goes to his father's apartment, who's presumed dead. And there's like tons of memorabilia on the wall of like old Pokemon battles. And it just like really brought me back to being five years old, playing Pokemon blue and, and red. Uh, but that's where he meets his father's Pikachu who is talking to him and has the voice of the lovely Debonair. Debonair, Canadian Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> Toronto. He made not. he made this movie for me. Truly, De- yeah. You know what? He yeah,
3: he's really good.
0: Yeah, like he's yeah, very yeah.
3: very good in this. Yeah, like th- yeah. believable and not like I'm sitting here like thinking it's overdone or like over the top. Like there's something very very good about the way he plays this role. And I yeah I can't. There's no complaints. Pikachu was perfectly done to me.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. at the very first, I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel. For the first, like, few <laughs> lines, mm-hmm. I was like, ah, uh, I don't know. Just because, I don't know if I didn't think it matched how the Pikachu looked or something. But then as it went, it was, like, a perfect little meld. And he is such a good voice actor that he is... Um, it was just the right level of, like, of it was light enough. Like, it was... But also serious enough. I don't know. It was uh, trying to explain just like in conversation, like the way that he conversed, it was um, just the perfect level of seriousness mixed with lightness and joking it. At, it I don't know. It's just it's just right on the money.
3: I could see a bad version of this movie where he's like a gruff, <laughs> like Danny DeVito kind of, you know what I mean? And like, hey, get out of here. Like, it just doesn't work. Like the you know angry know
2: what I mean? detective. Yeah. Like, uh, like, yeah, yeah that's not coming it. around here. You want help all the time. is yeah. ah. version Isn't that of this? the
0: game voice? Doesn't the game voice have that? Like, does tough. it really? The
1: game, the oh, game yeah, no. voice does have that kind of like grizzled detective voice and like. There was a, there was like not a petition, but like people were campaigning for Danny DeVito to play this role, and like he didn't know what it was and was not interested. But like there was an uproar online to get him to do it, just because they thought it would be funny to see him, um, sort of like a Bob Hoskins kind of like Roger Rabbit kind of thing. Um, Honestly, that would be funny
2: too. It would. I I like where it ended up. Me too. and for the whole tone of the movie, it fit with the everything. I,
1: I am convinced that Ryan Reynolds can do almost anything. I mean, he's the only reason that the Green Lantern movie, which I still will watch just because I love Green Lantern, even though it's bad, <laughs> has any survivability. Um, but, like, I agree. I think it it works perfectly. And, like, my – like, I – Jacob talked about being, like, a five-year-old in the beginning of the movie. I felt it in this first scene with Pikachu because the minute he showed up on screen with all the detail, I went, oh, fuzzy. He's so fuzzy. Yeah. I just want to hug him. <laughs> like, I just and, – and, and what's also really good is, like, Ryan Reynolds really, I think, understands not only just voice acting because a lot of Hollywood actors will do voice acting and just do their own voice. Like, mm-hmm. I love Jack Black, but that's what Jack Black does more or less is he just does his own voice. And Ryan Reynolds is doing that here too, but the intonation for Pikachu is a little higher. Um, I love that when when uh, Justice Smith is running around like uh, Tim and like, do you hear him? And they cut to the classic Pikachu voice actor going Pika Pika. And, like, yeah. I like love that little that little cameo, and then she's at the end as well. But also like you know uh, um, the, when the woman speaks to him and goes uh, Pika Pika, you're adorable, and he goes You're adorable. Like yeah. that's just whole, like, <laughs> yeah, it's just so perfect. Good. It's so good. Yeah,
2: yeah it was very he, good. He line.
0: is he is very, uh, very good. And uh, a fun thing that I think if you watch the behind the scenes stuff is Ryan Reynolds was actually behind the camera, like doing line reads. That's awesome. And that's oh. probably what helped make it more natural. Interesting. Uh, if you type on YouTube, there's a great behind the scenes that shows how some of the scenes were shot, and one of them Uh, It goes into showing him behind the camera, but two, it shows like how some of the elements were done via puppeteering. Like, let's say during in the apartment, like the chair that moved, that was a puppeteer that did that. But like any coffee cup or any small item that Pikachu was holding was computer animated. So there was like a mix of like... Um, practical and digital effects, which I really appreciate it. Yeah,
1: that always makes it look better. A fun game I had this time on the second watching, third watching, I've lost count, um, is spotting the Pokemon I missed the first time around. Yes. Because there's just so many on screen at every moment, but it never feels overwhelming. They're just there doing whatever they're doing.
3: Yeah, I did the same thing because since I've seen it before, I was like, oh, well, now's my chance to like, because I know when I watched it the first time, I felt very overwhelmed with like, I want to see every single thing that appears on screen. And I know that I couldn't do that. So I kind of, I don't know if it took me out of the movie the first time around I watched it, but I do remember actively thinking like, I don't remember some of these scenes because I think I was too busy like scouring the (laughs) edges as opposed to like focusing on what's on happening in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, So at least having... You know the second watch through, I was like, "Oh, I can actually take a look because I know what's going to happen, so I can like enjoy the scenery rather than like really focusing heavily on the plot." Right.
0: My favorite thing was watching Pokemon. Their scale in the world, (laughs) like some of the Pokemon were either much smaller or much bigger than I thought they were going to be. So, like Charmander is two feet tall, but I very much like they looked so tiny compared to a human. And then some Pokemon, Mewtwo, Machamp, Snorlax, are like seven or eight feet tall. Yeah. And it was just really cool to see like the scale between humans and... Um between humans and Pokemon, and even smaller Pokemon and larger Pokemon.
3: Did you not do that in your Pokedex in the games where you could like look at the scale of like little human size next to? Oh my god, I spent like so much
0: time doing that as a kid. <laughs> I don't know. That why. sounds like the most Travis yeah. thing. Yeah, I I've don't know heard. why. I'm sure
2: you charted them out too. <laughs> I was just like, I'm, like, how does this logically look next
3: to
0: me? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there was some other really cool stuff too, like uh, Mr. Mime, <gasps> who they met like soon after the apartment scene. They get attacked by APOMs because they get gassed by R. They escape and they like go to a an illegal like underground Pokemon battle arena, and that's where they meet. Or right before that, they meet a Mr. Mime, and like he looked perfect. And they mm-hmm. used like a a real mime to have some of the movements done in, oh, the, nice. in the movie, that's which was
1: amazing. super cool. Yeah, I, I love to, like look
0: at the behind the scenes.
1: Just, I, yeah. I love that whole like escape scene where he's trying to get away on the motorcycle and then he bites it without even moving, like just pantomiming yeah. it all. And then like <laughs> like one of the brilliant things about the scene where they use mime techniques against him is like it's it's not played for last necessarily. They're all taking it very seriously because Mister Mime takes it seriously, and though there are bits in there watching justice smith be an actual mime and take it seriously
2: yeah. made it and that much it funnier out. uh-huh and like yeah. go through the things of being like oh that's not gonna work okay and then he pieces it together and then it's like i got you now like <laughs> i got you trapped which was like, kind of dark for a yeah, little bit i was like whoa <laughs> but
1: there were even small moments like uh he hit his head exiting the box yeah. yes and like oh my god it's just yeah so good <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, that's when he goes to the underground battle arena mm-hmm. where you see some Pokemon that surprised me the way they looked and others that were like amazing and that's the first time we get to see what this Argas really does to Pokemon as there's a fight between a Blastoise and a Gengar and then uh, uh, Harry's Pikachu I guess is in the club and they're like hey we recognize you you beat my Charizard look at his face there's a scar on it you need to battle him again and that's when there's a very fun battle between Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu, who doesn't know how to do anything, and Charizard, who is one of the most powerful Pokemon out there and almost really kills Pikachu. Let's be real. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, this scene is wild. And also, one of the, like we've seen practical applications of Pokemon throughout this movie. But as a music nerd, there was a really fun moment where I realized the Loudrins were beatboxing and making mm-hmm. music and playing music which makes sense, right? Like the the large mouths, like them being able to beat box makes sense. But seeing it in practical application, I'm like, Oh, that's really cool! Like, I yeah, just, didn't I notice
3: that. that the first time either. Like, I, that was something I caught this time around. I was like, oh, I can appreciate all these little mm-hmm. touches that they did. That I didn't did not catch last time.
2: <laughs> yeah, they utilized favorite- different Pokemon really, really well, and were like, how can we implement them in like intelligently instead of just throwing them in willy nilly and being like, there's a Louder, there's a this. It was like, no, no, we can use them in what they do in a certain way that serves the movie. So yes, I, it, it was really well done.
0: My favorite part of that was when Pikachu realized there was a Magikarp in the tank. And like the classic yes. Magikarp thing is, wow, they're really use- useless until they're a Gyarados. So tank explodes and he slaps the, the Magikarp hoping that it turns into a Gyarados. So Doesn't, but then does and just floods the club. <laughs> and-, and from there, they're, they're out. Uh, and that's when the mystery starts to unravel. And that's when you meet more of the characters. Mm-hmm including bill Nye, who plays uh like harold uh, howard clifford who is the founder of clifford industries the company that made rhyme city um his son as well as a reporter who ends up becoming like really good friends with tim the main character um played by lucy stevens her no, first name no is... her, her
3: show her character name is lucy stevens yeah
0: and she's played by Catherine Newton. Yes.
3: Yes. Who has a side? Scy- she has a Psyduck. Psyduck. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes. I love the Psyduck. I have to shout out my good friend, Scott Thomas, who is a podcaster and an actor who is been obsessed with Psyduck and then became more obsessed with Psyduck after this movie. Uh, and I just love to see it because Psyduck is one of those Pokemon that I relate to on a human level because he's always anxious, he's always afraid, he uh, love it. gets headaches from his anxieties. Like, I get it, dude. I've been there. Like, I see myself oh my in that God. Pokemon. Need consistent foot rubs to not explode. <laughs> right? Yeah, I totally. think that was my yeah.
2: favorite. I think that was what I laughed the hardest at the entire time. And the way that uh the pikachu how he regards the psyduck he's like okay oh, yeah. it's a psyduck he's like i yeah. gotta manage this guy now <laughs> like i gotta keep him in check i gotta keep him level-headed and he's like calm down when he gives him a foot massage i i laughed a lot throughout this whole movie <laughs> like act, like out loud chuckles mm-hmm. like i'm yeah. on my couch uh, yeah it, it cracked me up
0: I really appreciated Pikachu drinking coffee. Like, to me, that was like such a fun novel thing. And Justice Smith uh, had to like talk into his phone to not sound crazy at the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And Pikachu has the Ryan Reynolds voice, and it's just like like shooting down espressos <laughs> like nobody's business. I'm like, Pikachu, you can't drink espresso; it'll sun your growth, you little guy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he he says he has a problem. He's like, it's not a problem. I can stop whenever I want. I just yeah. choose not to stop. I was like, oh, big mood. I see that in my coffee yeah. habits too. Get, I see oh my Pikachu. God. <laughs> <laughs> So this is
0: kind of when the movie, the second act of the movie kind of comes in mm-hmm. where you start to unravel the mystery instead of just like see the wonderful world of, world of Rhyme City that's been put in front of you. Uh, Lucy and Tim, Pikachu and Psyduck end up making their way to a genetics lab that's linked to the Cliffords and they start to unravel like the the mystery of Mewtwo.
3: Yeah, essentially like... I don't know the spark notes version is they find the lab and they get to see through like 3d reconstruction, what happened in this lab. Um, and essentially Mewtwo, uh, well spoilers, but it's Pikachu who actually helped get Mewtwo out of the lab in the first place. And when they see that, um, at the same time, Clifford's son happens to know that they're in the lab, um, you know, snooping around and stuff. So they, uh, he, I don't know, opens up a really big briefcase to look at them on camera, <laughs> and then, <laughs> you know, like you
1: do, you know,
3: I, I literally I was like, "Why is his briefcase so big? Like you could just have a laptop. All the That'd be to fine see too, you, my dear." Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and so, and he activates a bunch of like evil Greninja's to like chase them out of the lab, essentially. But now they at least have the information that you know Mewtwo was captured and Pikachu helped him escape. Um, and you kind of get this big sequence uh, with the Torterra garden stuff that happens afterwards.
1: Yeah, the Torterra, wild. The Torterra mm-hmm. garden stuff was so cool to mm-hmm. see, like once they realize that they are these massive Pokemon and showing how the earth moves with them being a part of it, but then even on the far end of it when they settle back into the earth, like watching them merge with the dirt and stuff, like it all just looked so real. It was wild. hmm
0: I guess they did. They took a year to design the characters like with the Pokemon company before they even started shooting the movie. Wow. So uh, that that dancing Pikachu video mm-hmm. that came out, I think at the same time as the trailer, like I think was the first thing that they, they made to show how they could create Pikachu in kind of a photorealistic way. And I have very few things to say poorly about like the monster design mm-hmm. and like Torterra just like, shows you that this is just so cool and it mixes like photorealism so well. Yeah, there's,
1: this is the moment though where there's one scene that I can spot where Pikachu doesn't look like he's real in the space and it's after Pikachu. So when they're escaping they're running um, and the earth is coming apart, Pikachu gets hit with a, a bo- like a, a large rock. It socks him yeah. in the gut, takes him down um, and um, Tim is carrying him and when Tim is carrying him that face on front shot of him carrying him, it looks on like it's just the weight's not there. But it's hard. Like I think they were he was carrying like a green like sack that was like they used a green screen Pikachu in. But that's the only time I went for a moment and went, Oh, that doesn't really but that's the only time. Every other time it it looked real to me.
2: It kinda looked like he was holding a um a very light stuffed animal.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where there's
2: no weight, where you're not holding, as if you were holding like, you know, like a little cat or something. Yeah. You'd have like a different way of holding it, where it's just like, I just have like a stuffed animal. Yeah. But li- literally, I agree. I think that's the only time where I was like, eh, that doesn't look that great everything else i
0: guess Catherine newton like carried a 20 to 30 pound weight in her <laughs> backpack to like, simulate side up and it was perfect he's a yeah. chubby boy yeah, so <laughs> oh he's a chubby boy <laughs> and that's how they escape is because that chubby boy gets a bad headache and they they escape so i mean order they escape before the torterra thing yeah. but um uh, pikachu gets injured gets healed by mewtwo and that's again when the movie like decides it's gonna like put its foot on the gas and like really go for the ending, which was at the Rime City Pokemon Anniversary Parade, which celebrates ten years of Pokemon and humans living in in harmony. And that's like where the final like big sequence of the games take of the game takes place, where you discover that hey, Bill Nye's character actually the bad guy, <laughs> not his son.
1: Yeah, I this is the only major umbrage I take with the movie is that this whole plotline with Bill Nighy is so ableist. It's kind of gross. This idea that a guy yeah. is in a wheelchair, he's a bad guy because he wants to be like everybody else. Like there's something wrong with being in a wheelchair. Um, and that he won't be complete until he can live in Mewtwo and be a normal per like be, have everything. And it's just, you know, I, I get why they did this storyline. I see where the writing makes sense, but it just, comes off as a little insensitive that, oh, of course, the person in a wheelchair is, is the bad guy because they're bitter because they're different. And it's like they're not like being differently abled doesn't make you bad. And this, there's a lot of correlation to that, um, which I, ha- I have friends who are, are, are disabled on one level or another who have different disabilities who wrote the movie off after that. And I get it. I totally understand it. Um, and so that like still stands out to me, especially since he's such a cartoon villain at this point Mm -hmm. in the movie at the end, uh, which I get for cartoon, like this is meant to be a live action cartoon. So I get it to a degree. Um, but that's like my major caveat, you know, with this movie.
2: Yeah. It's kind of easy, um, very much leaning into like old bad stereotypes for how do we make yes. How do we construct this villain and what um purpose are we giving him and yeah to really hardcore lean into that it's like ah i mean i feel like that's an old thing that's been done many times and also is just outdated and and kind of lazy a little bit
1: he could have just had any other motivation other than i want to be able to walk or fly yeah absolutely that way i literally
3: wrote in my notes he was like Oh, once I got stuck in this wheelchair, my son had to take over the company. And I thought to myself, yeah, "What do you still need running to, the company? Like, yeah, why, why, why can't you just run you the company the from company. your chair?" I literally was like so confused. I was like, "Why would this mean you can't run your company? <laughs> no. I don't understand your logic." And I was like, "Okay, you're just an, you're just an asshole." Sure. <laughs> like, sure why not. <laughs> sure why not. Yes. Like you could just you could just be grumpy and Honestly, want to
0: do this like or want power, yeah, right? Yes. The classic cartoon villain thing.
2: Honestly, it'd be interesting if they if someone just called it out and was like, "No, you're making excuses." Mm-hmm.
1: Like, "No, you're a
2: bad guy." Like that's yeah. not why yes. it has nothing to do with it. You you want this thing for other reasons. Like mm-hmm. that would almost be interesting if they're like, "No, no, that's not it. You're, mm-hmm. uh, you're a bad person."
1: At the end of this movie though, we do have to talk about the most creepiest thing in the the entirety of this movie, which we haven't really touched on that uh, Bill Nye's character's uh, uh, partner Pokémon was a Ditto and uh, oh god
2: oh my god terrifying (laughs) i I know where you're going i know i wrote it it's in my notes go ahead
1: (laughs) um tim realizing what had happened and seeing what mewtwo showed him goes to confront um bill nye's character who i can never remember the name of to like tell him oh your son's doing this and he of course is the villain reveals that he knows what's going on and before justice can stop him he takes control of mewtwo uh, merges with Mewtwo, which is what this is all about, is like merging Pokemon with humans to make ultimate beings, and then calls in for backup, calls in his Ditto, who takes human form but takes off her glasses and has these beady little eyes and every time... And this is from oh, this is from the anime and from the game is whenever Ditto becomes another Pokemon, you know it's a Ditto because of the eyes. And like, it's, ju- it's just so creepy when they take human form, which I assume <sighs> Dittos could do. It makes sense... For like their power set, but like it's so creepy. It oh, is the stuff
2: of nightmares. <laughs> yeah, absolutely,
1: <laughs>
3: absolutely.
2: Ugh.
3: Oh, I know. Uh,
0: but that is a genetically modified deal right. because it can take like any form, including human form. Yeah. And yeah, my partner was like in the other room watching and then she walked by as the Ditto thing was happening and she's like, oh, that's cute, that's Ditto. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) her exact reaction. So I understand. Uh, And that sets up the fight between Mewtwo and Pikachu to kind of, I guess, save the city from Pokemon and human being combined into one body. And there's a fight and it's good. And then like Pikachu wins. Yeah, Yeah.
2: I I don't get why... He wanted to merge all the Pokemon with all the people. Why?
0: It, it, I don't know why. I don't really think we got a reason. I think it was more just like they're ultimate beings now. Yeah, but they like, don't make it clear.
2: Are they? I don't think they are. <laughs> it's you a mean disaster. You wouldn't want to
3: be trapped in the body of like you know a Charmander. Doesn't that sound like
2: I don't think the that we make form? Pokemon better. Yeah, I think the Pokemon think. were better than us.
1: Oh, you right. It doesn't Absolutely. make them
2: a better being. We're just bringing no, them down. We are. We totally yeah. are. They were doing just fine.
1: Yeah. I have a question for the podcast because I, I had no, seen the the synopsis of the video game before seeing the movie. So I had no idea of where the plot was going. Did you at any point figure out, spoiler alert again, that uh, Justice, uh, that um, Tim's father was Pikachu, like was merged with Pikachu? Did you figure that out at any point?
2: not till the ver- not till like basically when they're implying it right Right before they reveal yeah. it no i did not i had
3: no idea like the first time watching this i had no idea i was like oh same oh
2: okay yeah. that
3: totally makes sense now like in retrospect but like yeah totally no
1: idea yeah, I which had made a- me it- oh go ahead kid. go ahead
2: it made me really sad i was like oh <laughs> pikachu can't just talk oh it's his dad <laughs> oh, they're going to take his dad back out. Now the Pikachu won't be able to talk. I was like, what? Can't they just stay that way? He's just so cute and funny. And like the dad's not going to be that funny and cute. <laughs> I mean, he is cute though. <laughs> he's yeah, cute. He is cute. He's got that. He's got a good beard. He's got like a good um, uh, salt and pepper beard. Oof.
1: Um <laughs> Yeah, in the game, they allude to that, that that's the case, that his father, dis- his father's disappearance is actually that the, the, the theory is that he's Pikachu in the games, and they just went for it here. Um, I had a bit of an ex- existential crisis at the end when we finally see Ryan Reynolds as a dad because I didn't realize in my head, we're still back in the time of two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. Like, Ryan Reynolds yes. is young to me. Yeah. So Ryan Reynolds being a dad was like, oh, oh God. Oh,
3: my yeah, God. Yeah, 28 forever. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's probably why I never put two and two together, because I thought there's no way this kid, this guy has Mm-mm. this kid as his son. He's way too old. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. Logically, <laughs> my brain just didn't compute the two things together. <laughs>
0: I mean, Ryan Reynolds
3: is 44 yeah. at this He's point. He's old so, enough like, to be he a, could
0: dad. Have oh a He is 28 forever.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is he a dad or is he a dad? Oh, here we he go.
1: He is both.
0: Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> he is both. <laughs> Uh, I think that kind of summarizes the high-level plot points of the movie. Um, If y'all are okay with it, I'm going to jump into our next segment. Let's Yeah, go for it. We call this one uh, Critical Hits, and it's the segment where we read choice user reviews from Metacritic.com. So we've got a few here, uh, and I'm going to start with a very simple one. It's a 10 out of 10, and it's from Xenosmon, and it says, all Pokemon are cute fantasy i like it so much i have been seen fifth wow that's the review
1: <laughs> wow all
0: right uh, wonderful yeah that's a review uh matt do you want to read our next yeah, one
1: yeah i'm annoyed by this one that's why you're making me read it um <laughs> uh-huh. i know this is a spinoff of the main series but seriously this is not the pokemon i grew with grew up with i'm really saddened by this i have to take a minute and be like these are the these are the same dudes who go on the internet and go as a man, I think you, a woman, are wrong because blah blah blah. Like it's the same energy. Like he says at the beginning, I know it's a spinoff. Then yeah. shut up.
2: <laughs> I don't know how you can be mad at it. Yeah,
1: I like don't I don't it.
2: understand because they're bringing all the things that you grew up with, and they're like it. It's just so happy and like mm-hmm. magical. I'm not. A, I'm not a huge Pokemon fan, and I thought it was magical. Like yeah. when you're when they're walking around that city and they see. All the Pokemon are roaming around, and like and the tongue licks his face in the subway. I'm like, ah, oh. and the texture Charming. is just perfect. Oh, gross! Perfect. When he's wiping
1: it's... his face clean, yes. I was like, Bleh.
2: they brought them to life in like yeah. the most beautiful way. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you're just a person who just likes to hate things. I mean, also, movie. it's like, mm-hmm. how
1: do you make a Pokemon movie about Pokemon battles on this scale? No, that's
2: not that's an lame. animated
1: movie. Like, mm-hmm. that's a next step. Like, this is a good place to go to Ash Ketchum next like because now you have the world then you go do the Pokemon battles
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, Travis you want to read our next one sure um, I'm not even sure. mid midge Dax gave this mm-hmm. a 10 uh, the movie is much better than expected it perfectly manages to entertain adults children and people who love Pokemon in general also it's funny how low critics rate this movie again a reason for me not to consider movie critics when deciding whether or not to watch it. That's right.
2: Was it rated early? <gasps> I, I think it was it rated was like,
0: like a middling. 57 on uh, Rotten Tomatoes yeah. or something like yeah. that. It's like in the middle. Which surprises me. Yeah. But Katie, you have a rating that's exactly in the middle. They're at five. Why don't you read it off for
2: us? Uh, next rating is by Jess the Spider. It's just a buddy cop movie with Pokemon. It's really <laughs> predictable and nothing all too crazy happens. But it's re- but it's not really the worst movie I've seen. I feel like a lot of care went into it, and like they really wanted it to be good, but they didn't know how to do it. They did the best they could. It's just their best. Oh, it's just that their best is not very good. What? <laughs> <laughs> Ouch.
0: I don't, I, Let me lift this up a little bit with the next review from ABCDEFGG11. <laughs> I had really low expectations, but was gladly surprised. The movie is fun and well made. I love the many references for the fans of the franchise to notice. Eight out of 10. Not everyone agreed with ABCDEFGG11, <laughs> including B.R. Jacobs, who gave it one out of 10. Matt, do you want to read this one off? Sure, for us? I
1: will. Um, this film was objectively awful. What? Um, So much of it could have been cut. None of the characters are likable in the least. Ryan Reynolds was a good Pikachu, though uh, not all the jokes of his landed. Though the CGI worked for a lot of Pokemon, some were awfully constructed. Gengar, Mewtwo, Mr. Mime. What? What? Uh, mister.
2: Mime what?
1: <laughs> the story was so bad because half of the time it made no sense the female <laughs> the female character all right, I already know what kind of man wrote this. The female character <laughs> was especially awful, terrible actress, and she could and she could be written out of the movie with uh, one or two rewrites. The environment does not feel lived in in the least. the bad guy's plan make no sense and breaks Pokemon logic, not deserving of praise.
2: I love that Jacob gave you the longest terrible review. He's like, go read this. I just want to like hear Matt minutes. read me things. I mean, That's true. That's doesn't matter point. what
1: it is. Like, so many of these points are just blatantly incorrect. And I'm sorry, but if you can't even bother to look up the actress's name, the character's name, and just write the female character, you are the kind of incel we hate. I'm sorry.
2: Yep. <laughs> the woman. The,
1: the, woman. the woman was bad. I also love the specific like so
3: specific one or two rewrites like I was <laughs> just like oh it takes one or so
2: two rewrites you have to like, rewrite it to take the character out well yeah, yeah. yeah that's the same with any character but sure yeah Go ahead.
0: literally I mean y'all can't see the spelling but you'd also have to spell to be able to make rewrites <laughs> yeah. Happen, yeah. so yeah. oh anyway now we're being mean. <laughs> we uh, let's, let's move on to our next segment. It's called Min Max. And it's a segment where we tell you of the good Max and the not so good Min that we haven't covered yet. Uh, I'm just going to quickly let you know my Min's and my Maxes. Uh, I'll start with my Max. Uh, some of the like smaller bit roles in this had like really great actors or actresses. Uh, Ken uh. Watanabe plays mm-hmm. the um, like detective uh, Hideo Yoshida mm-hmm. who is like the partner of Ryan Reynolds' character. He was great. The movie was filmed in London, so Rita Ora's in it, and I I adore Rita Ora. Uh, And even, um, like, some of the little cameos were cool. Like, Diplo was a DJ in the club. So, like... I'm about that. Uh, my <laughs> min is the design of Gengar because Gengar real scary, real bad in this movie, and I don't I don't like it. Let's not talk about it again. Oh, you're
1: saying the ghost Wait. Pokemon, who's meant to be scary, yeah. was too scary uh-huh. for you. So very bad. So you're not very saying bad. that it
2: was bad, just that it it's affected bad. you in a negative uh, way. I'm
0: I'm going to show you guys a picture of my screen right now to to show you what this Gengar looks like. Um, it's actually in the doc if you scroll down to um to the last page. Just like keep scrolling past it, and you'll see the Gengar. Uh, that's a bad Pokemon design. It's so bad. Yeah, Look at those teeth. The
2: teeth aren't. aren't the human
1: great. teeth are a little weird. I will give. you Yeah.
2: That.
1: Yeah, that's my only. I like, second tiny. Second time talking that is about human teeth on this podcast, right? Hey. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Matt, are any of your uh, mins or maxes involving human? No, teeth?
1: No, they're not. Um, my, I mean, my my min, I stated before, but I really think the the miss the the. The lazy writing for Bill Nye's character really bummed me out, um, but I think that's really my only discrepancy with this movie. I think that, I, I mean, even what Katie said before, like just call him a villain and call him out on his shit. Like that makes it about his villainy and not about his disability. And it it wasn't hard to do, but they took the easy route, and you know that really it still bums me out when I get to that point of the movie. Uh, my Max. Uh, I don't know. I think just the plethora of Pokemon in this movie. I think the 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 being able to see these characters. Actually, my max is something we didn't talk about. It's the uh, the Bulbasaur train. When Pikachu is injured and needs help, mm. he is led by an, uh, a variety of farce Pokemon, including a huge group of Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur is my favorite Pokemon. I own a Hawaiian style shirt with Bulbasaur and his evolutions nice. on oh. it. I own multiple Bulbasaur, Invi- I have the Ivysaur Amiibo, I have a Bulbasaur Pop Vinyl figure, like, it's my favorite Pokemon. And, like, I was genuinely in tears when that moment happened, because they looked so good, they were very cute, and it was just such a sweet and beautiful moment, like, a moment of quiet in this, you know, what had been previously very action-packed. Like, that was the max to me, like, getting this moment to celebrate my favorite Pokemon with this scene was really cool cute little legs. The, the, they were
2: very lights. sweet too. The, like they were the the personality of the Bulbasaur was like spot on. They're just like sweet mm-hmm. and like, oh, do you need help? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, They're little. These little lip quivers.
1: I was a little bummed that we oh. didn't get like the anime Baba Bulbasaur. You know, yeah. like I wanted that voice, but but just still, one. just one. <laughs> Katie, why don't you go next?
2: Um, my Max. Um, it kind of plays off what I said earlier, but um, kind of different lane to it is that they had so many options. There are how many Pokemon? There are like, what? I don't know. Hundreds? Hundreds Isn't of seven? Pokemon? Is it that... seven? Eight hundred? Where are we at now? A thousand?
1: I thought we were over a thousand
3: now. <laughs> we might, it oh might be over God. a thousand, yeah. yeah.
2: That's absurd. There's I'm sure I can 90. Google that. That's another thing for another time. That's a whole other <laughs> conversation. But there are so many options of what they can do. And they blended, like, the original Pokemon with some newer Pokemon, and not in a way where I was like, oh, that's a newer Pokemon. Like, I don't really care about that one. Like, I I believe that Mr. Mime is fairly new.
3: And I was like...
2: Original Gen 1? Mr. Mime? Yeah.
0: Yeah. What? Gen 1. Oh,
3: you know what? You played played Pokemon Go and he was a region one. You probably never saw him. He was regional locked. That's probably why you never saw him in the first place.
2: In any case yes they have a good variety and there's like there's so many places that they can go and i felt like every moment it was there was a lot of variety and every moment hit in a whether a comedic way or an emotional way when there's so many places you can go like where do you even start when you're like we're gonna make a pokemon movie where do you start there's so many i don't even know but i i thought they did a fantastic job of that
1: For the record, I found the number. It's 898 currently Pokemon. Oh, my God.
0: On the roster.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Why not?
0: Just wait till the next one comes
3: out. We're going to get to (laughs) 1,000.
0: There's
2: going to be, like, a couch next. It's going to be, like...
0: (laughs) Just a couch. <laughs> it's
3: couch be couch be like Pokemon. Uh, couch them So
2: Sofa dud or something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've gotten a little bit, uh, I don't want to say lazy, but they're running out of things. I don't know. So there's there's just, like a sandcastle one. There's a trash no, bag. There's
2: a trash bag. I'm not, not going
3: compl- to complain. Of, no. N- I have no issue with the ice cream one. Yes. Any of those ones. Vanilla. <laughs> because, yes. Because. What? No, you can't complain. There's literally one in Gen 1 that is just a Pokeball. That's Voltorb true. is just a Pokeball. Well, I didn't That's say true. that
2: the, the originals were all good. I'm just, I'm just saying. saying. People I love to say they've many. run
3: out of ideas. No, no, no. they, oh, so they never a... had enough
1: ideas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
2: okay. Um, my Min? I don't have very many. Honestly, this is a really, really good movie. I thought it. Yeah, I yeah. I expected it to be good. I expected to enjoy it, but I was just like I was happy the whole time. Um, even aside from the um, ableist things with the villain, I just thought that they were boring. I
1: thought the that villain? the villains were yeah. so
2: boring. I was like, I don't know. It's just these two guys, this guy and his son, and they're both just kind of like we we want power. But like, I don't know. I was so bored with them. <laughs> it. it, it the rest of the movie was great, which kept my attention. But I was, I was never like, "Oh, the villain's here." I was like, "Oh yeah, that old guy's here." All right, <laughs> I didn't care.
0: <laughs> the rock star from Love Actually is here. <laughs> exactly. What?
1: <laughs> that's that's a song. Bill Nye's in Love oh, Actually. No, 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 no
2: idea.
0: Anyway, sorry. Travis, uh, take us home. Yeah, Min's and, and Maxes. Um, well, given that we've covered
3: a lot of like the good stuff that I already like wrote, wrote down as my maxes, like I really love all of the little like just the touches, the world that they built, everything like that. Um, one of my high points was when the um smoke was going off in the arena, and all the Pokemon in the arena are starting to go kind of wild and violent and everything. The most violent thing the Licky Tongue did was lick someone so hard they fell over. And I thought that was wonderful. It was amazing. (laughs) And then I would say my min also relates to the bad guys that probably a design flaw that your whole plan falls apart the minute someone just takes the helmet off of you.
2: Yes. Yeah.
3: Like... And Literally, nothing's
2: protecting like, you. You're just sitting no, there.
3: He was just sitting open, like, and he didn't even make sure that Tim was like out of the picture. He just like all Tim had to do was take the helmet off. And I'm like, whole plan, gone. You didn't like put yourself in a locked room. Like, think these <laughs> things through if you want to take over the world. I don't also, know.
2: the q bone that he sends after him to yeah. take him off of the belt is very, very slowly hammering his fingers with the yes. bone. He could have put his hand back up when he was literally hammering the th- other <laughs> fingers. I'm like, dude, grab it thing. back. Your hand's not broken.
3: He's like sitting there and his other hand's just flailing yeah. around. I'm like, just put that cubone- one back on. Yeah. Like <laughs> he, could
2: <have> <laughs> he could have just grabbed the cube bone. He could have just grabbed the cue bone and thrown him. It would have been a terrible thing to it's do. 16 it's 16 inches and
0: weighs 10 pounds. Just throw it <laughs> like, a, like a sack of flour. It's like, no,
2: he's going to hammer my fingers. Any second now, he's going to do it. He's looking to do it. Like... <laughs> 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 That's your defense. I'm sorry. You have a min no, to good. get to. <laughs> no, no, that was
3: that was my min. Was the the oh, fact yes, that yes. like the thing could just easily be taken off his head, and I guess that's the end of his. Like I guess just However. it wasn't thought out thoroughly. Villain logic. The villain logic yeah. wasn't thought out. Yeah. Right, and so
0: yep, that's it. Uh, we like to always play games on this podcast, mm-hmm. yeah. so let's play a little game that I like to call Pokemon Cut or Scene. You guys know, if you've listened to the show before, we always end the episode by saying, should a movie be cut or seen? But we have some great Pokemon designs and some maybe... Not so great Pokemon designs in this movie. We like to be positive, but we're going to play a game where I'm going to talk about a Pokemon from this movie, show the people who are on this podcast a picture or a still from the movie. You can play along at home. When we say the name of the Pokemon, you can Google it just to check. Uh, but I'm going to give you six Pokemon designs, and I want you all to tell me, should that design from this movie be cut or seen? Are you all yes, ready? Yes. Yes. All right. If you scroll down in the doc, you can see our first one is Snorlax. Snorlax. Snorlax design, uh, the Snorlax design from this movie, should it be cut or seen? Let's start with Travis. Let
3: me see this scene all the way. (laughs) I want to buy one and sleep on it.
1: (laughs) Matt, what do you think? Scene. I just, I love how fuzzy and, and, you know, nonchalant uh, this Snorlax looks, loafing about. Just sitting in the middle of the street because that's what they do. Katie?
2: Yeah, totally agree. Scene for sure. It looks exactly like Snorlax. Just very
0: fuzzy and huggable. Snorlax gets to stay, but does Machamp get to stay? He was in the same scene directing Traffic. Should Machamp be cut or seen? Let's start this time with Katie.
2: I will say seen. Although I have to say, Machamp looks a little um, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtley.
3: Oh! Yes, I
2: see what you're saying. Just a little bit. Um, something about the face. I yeah, don't know if yeah, they could have yeah. softened up the face a little bit or something, but I think and also the belt. I don't know. I feel like you could uh, uh, update the belt a little bit, but it is a faithful Machamp and it looks great. So I say scene.
0: Travis, yeah, yeah, same thing. I,
3: I think Machamp is kind of one of those weird ones because he's wearing clothes, but it's like that he's not (laughs) wearing clothes. Human shaped too. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's just it's a strange thing in general. But yeah, it works. I totally see the Ninja Turtles thing you're you're seeing though. Um, but no, totally seeing it.
1: Matt. Scene, but I was not prepared for the level of Himbo energy that Machamp would be bringing <laughs> to me right now. Uh, I think it makes it's, sense. it's the human shape. It's the big guy, but looks kind of lovable. Like, I just, I was not... The happy I, smile. I, I, I don't know that I'm comfortable being somewhat attracted to a Pokemon. I'll just leave it at that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go from the world of humanoid Pokemon to the world of tongue Pokemon. Mm. Uh, Licky tongue. what do you think? cut or scene uh let's start with uh Travis on this one huh. i i'm i'm of two minds because
3: it's disgusting uh huh but also is it correct <laughs> i'm going to go with my f- feeling of disgust overrides my feeling of this is right so i'm going to say cut even <gasps> though it's
2: it, it, it's right
3: it's right but it's really gross
2: i think it the- is really gr- well, it's really it's a,
3: gross looking.
2: Yeah, but Lickitung's tongue's kind of gross. Like, yeah, yeah, the concept of it is gross. I yeah. love the a tongue. I think it's great. I think the all the spit. texture.
3: Yeah, oh, it's it looks wonderful. It because it looks so wonderful, it looks disgusting. It's
2: it's a spitty Pokemon. What are you gonna yeah, do? I know. <laughs> I know. I think all the textures are great. I think the different like the tongue. Look at that tongue. That, that that's a perfect tongue. <laughs> you can see all the stuff, like up, uh, no, no, and also, see no. I don't even think it's that gross. I think it's cute. In spite of all that, I think it's adorable.
0: Mm. So Matt, you're gonna have to break our tie here and say uh, should Licky Tongue be cut or seen? Scene.
1: I I hear where Travis is coming from, but like this is a faithful re- adaptation of a very gross Pokemon, and I I say seen. I love the design. I love how gross the spittle looks on Justice on on, on Justice Smith's face. On Tim's I think face, that's
3: Apple. part of the reason I don't
1: like also,
2: it. Also, I that was one of the best. Um, like cgi with practical because it looks cgi it looks like it's licking his face and as it's licking you see like the globs of of spit on his face that look Ugh. practical
1: yeah and yeah. i was like
2: how did they do that yeah. like as it was happening i was like oh that looks really good it still looks good it still looks really good i don't that was fantastic
0: <laughs> yeah it's. Very i good. guarantee there's some like best boy or gaffer who has like a. Uh, a uh, Plastic tongue on a stick just, that's got, like, petroleum jelly yeah. on it, and just putting it on Justice probably, Smith's face. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, we're going to skip down to Venusaur. Uh, do you think Venusaur should be cut or seen? Uh, let's start with you, Matt, as our resident uh, sore expert. That sounded really terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Our resident Bulbasaur, Ivysaur, Venusaur expert. Get your heads out of the gutter.
1: Um, I like the design. I mean, it's funny. As a kid, I never realized that Bulbasaur is a frog Pokemon. But now as an adult, right? I realize it. And the first time I really noticed it is, I think, in the current-gen Pokemon, because you could have Pokemon walk around uh, yes. next to you. Uh, I um, what is it? Ivysaur, this is Venusaur. Venusaur hops. He hops like a frog. And I just, I, I never, it never occurred to me. But I like this design. Huh. You know, it's textured. It looks really cool. The flower looks really well designed. Yeah, definitely seen.
2: Yeah, I know that. It never occurred to me either. I always thought of the the sores as a uh, like lizard slash dinosaurish type of yeah Pokemon. Uh never occurred to me that it's like a frog. Um yeah, I think it looks great. I think the Bulbasaur looks better. Something about this one I don't I'm not sure. I can't place my finger on it. I don't know if it looks a little it might be just be the picture that we're looking at. It looks slightly more like uh clay not claymation y, but like like modeled. Like it's like a <laughs> model. <laughs> I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But I I think it still looks good. So I'll say scene.
3: Travis. I think this one's kind of cute. I like this one. (laughs) Nice. This one gets a a scene from me because I like it.
2: I have nothing else to say. We'll
0: we'll end with uh, the last Pokemon I have for us to look at. And it's one that I think scares the bejesus out of me. And that's Gengar. He's got human teeth and really beady eyes. What do y'all think? I think, I haven't said a word yet, he should be cut. (laughs) <laughs> Real hard. Who's up next?
2: <laughs> I I think this could be fixed with the teeth if it was more. They were more fang-like, whereas <laughs> right now they're just like big chiclet teeth. And, it, and <laughs> they I, really are. And I don't know. It. It doesn't look good. And the proportions with the teeth and the eyes are a lot. And I I I gotta go with you. I say cut.
1: All right, uh, Matt. Cut or seen? So, I mean, Gengar is... You're a fan. Besides Bulbasaur, like, <laughs> Gengar is my favorite Pokemon. Um, I, like, I don't hate this design. I think I agree that the teeth... It's something about the teeth, but the problem is that Gengar's design in the cartoon and in the games he also has big chiclet teeth it's just more mm. anime looking i think it's the eyes because in the in the games he's got big white kind of anime eyes in the animation right. whereas here they look like real eyeballs and i think if they were more white eyes sort of like son, new, new sonic's design in the sonic movie like the kind of yeah. big whitish eyes would look better on this and then that might um that might improve the design they're um, also
2: bloodshot eyes they
1: are very bloodshot. <laughs> yeah. yeah they're kind of gross yeah um but so i'm gonna i'm gonna have to say cut also i think the design could have been better on gengar travis
3: i don't don't need to see the grooves between his teeth i just don't i don't need it and like looks like he hasn't brushed in a while like it's really it's yellowing at the top there and i'm just not a fan just can't get behind it yeah cut
0: Gengar more like Gengavitis, Am I right Oh my god oh.
3: You're fired oh.
0: This is not a plan
2: It's okay uh, We still love you It's okay
0: Thank you uh, We're gonna end this show As we end every one of our shows By telling you whether or not This movie should be cut Or seen I will start And say this movie should be seen It is easily The best video game movie That has ever been made We don't need to do this podcast anymore It's oh, not We figured it out This is the best Congrats movie.
1: everyone Good job Yeah
0: welcome Yay. Good job uh, who's up next? Uh, Matt, as our guest, why don't you share sure. your take?
1: Sure, uh, I agree. Scene, I agree that this is the best video game movie ever made because it doesn't rely on the video game to enjoy the movie. I will admit that I think people with zero understanding of Pokemon, like a, a Pokemon is a blank spot, might not like this movie. But beyond that, if you have any passing knowledge of Pokemon, there's something to enjoy here. It's genuinely funny in the same way a, Pixar, a good Pixar movie is funny. You know, there's laughs for the kids. Like, like... There's a line that we haven't said yet because I think we're saving it for later that like it not a kiddie line and it's still very funny. Like, mm-hmm. But a kid would miss that. It would go over their head. Like I just – I think that this is a really great family-made movie. I think it's what the Sonic movie was going for and to some degree also achieved but just not as universally as this movie did. I think unless you, like I said, hate video games or hate Pokemon or don't know anything about them, there is something here for you. Totally agree.
0: There's a there's another line. We're going to save one line to the end, Matt, but to your point, there's a line that specifically says he's pretty good at being alone at night, which, like you said, one yep. of those jokes that just the kids won't get, but we like, Little kids will be like, oh, he's one.
1: lonely, and the rest of us are like, uh-huh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Travis, what do you think? Yeah, this is, this is a great movie. I loved it. Scene, definitely. I mean, you guys have already... You've all said it, and I'm sure Katie can put it into words better than I can. But um, <laughs> to finish it out, because I'm assuming I know what she's going to say next. But yeah, no, definitely a scene for me. I loved it.
2: Yeah, Katie, I agree. It's a it's a rare universal scene. I know, right? From all of us. It um, feels good. It's it does feel good, right? It's nice. It's a nice, <laughs> nice feeling. Um, it's a, it's a really good movie. And I really, really enjoyed it. And I, like I said, you guys are more hardcore Pokemon fans than I. I am a casual Pokemon fan, but I was still, like I said earlier, I was like, this is magical. This is just wonderful and and funny and um, almost entertaining almost the entire time. There may have been a couple little lulls there, but I mean, they're few and far between. But no, I think this is absolutely a scene.
0: Well, there you go. A uh, rare universal scene from the three hosts and our wonderful guest host, Matt, AKA Stormageddon. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Uh, if people want to find you and your work, please tell us where you can do that.
1: I will do that. Thank you for having me. I genuinely do love this show. I've been listening since it started. I've been excited for it since it started. Also knowing about it before it even started because I am the voice in the theme music, uh, <laughs> which is which is pretty cool to say out loud. Um I do want to really quickly say the only Max I forgot to mention was Ryan Reynolds crying and singing the Pokemon theme, which was like the highlight of the movie. Oh,
2: my God. When Pikachu is singing
1: that Pokemon theme.
2: theme, And okay, I'm not going to lie. I welled at one point in this movie. (laughs) And I felt shame. But then I was like, you know what? It's fine. Just go with it. Um, And then he's singing the song, and I was like, oh, it got me right here. So heartbroken. I couldn't believe it. My heart. um, Ah, That Ryan Reynolds, man. Sorry, go ahead.
1: He's a a treasure. Um, I am no Ryan Reynolds, but I try my best to live the best – Version of Ryan Reynolds' best life as I can. (laughs) The Ryan Reynolds in all of us, right? Um, No, you can find me. uh, The best place to find me is on Twitter. I'm DJ underscore Stormageddon. I'm there pretty much everywhere else. Instagram, Twitch, all over the place. If you want to check out all the things that I do, the best place to go is www.djstormageddon.com. It has my Twitch link. It has my merch page. It has my Patreon. It has all of my podcasts that I produce and host. Um, And yeah, uh, the quick... Quick and dirty of all the po- podcasts is most of my podcasts are on the certain POV podcast network. If you go to certainpov.com, you can listen to a bunch of different podcasts, each with a unique per- nerdy point of view. Um, like I said before, the three of you have graciously done a side quest episode, which are really awesome, all about really awesome games. Um, if you love hearing people talk about games that they love and why they love them, definitely check that series out. But I host Screen Snark. I host Fun and Games. I host Reignite. And I host cpov autographs and then i'm also a producer and sometimes host of shut up evan which is a podcast about gay shit and pop culture um i love doing it uh we've had some really incredible guests in season two and we're gonna have a bunch more so yeah again dj stormageddon uh pretty much anywhere you look is where you'll find me
0: check out his pods they're very good that's all i have to say about (laughs) that thank you uh you can find all things cutscenes at cutscenes.ca on Instagram and Twitter at cutscenespod. You can find me on the internet at Jacob McCord on all major social media platforms. I do things on Twitter. I do things on TikTok. I do things on YouTube. I have another podcast. It's called the Left Behind Game Club. If you like video games, you like people that have informative, funny, and mostly positive takes on them, you can check that out at leftbehindgame.club. Katie, where can the folks find you?
2: I'm on Twitter. I'm Les Brack. My resume is far shorter than these two. (laughs) Um, I have to say, I appreciate what you said earlier, Matt, about how you're like, oh, it's like, it's a positive podcast in spite of, you know, we rip on things. But I feel like it's, yeah, we try and keep it in good fun and Mm -hmm. like... We're enjoying things. We're trying to enjoy things in whatever way and enjoy each other's company, which I think is similar to the kind of content that you make. Thank you. Which is why I always like to listen to your stuff, so. Thank you. Travis.
3: Travis. I'm on Twitter at uh, Travis Colnet. I do nothing. So, <laughs> listen to what everyone else here makes.
0: And that's all I got to say. <laughs> Well, we are going to end you. Uh, end you. Wow. We are going to end you. Wow. We're going to end this show with a quote. And on this episode, I'm going to give it to my friend Travis. Oh. Who's going to read a quote from Justice Smith in this movie. Take it away, my friend. They seem
3: to be attracted to your increasing nudeness. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. Thanks for coming. Well Bye. 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 Bye.
1: Scenes of Video Game Movie Podcast. Video games are a unique medium. They can tell stories. Immerse us in strange, fantastic worlds. Blur the very boundaries of our reality. But at the end of the day, video games are fun. Whatever fun is to you. I'm Jeff Moonen. And I am Matt A.K.A. Stormageddon. And on Fun and Games, we talk about the history, trends, and community of video games. It's a celebration of all the games we play and all the fun we find within them. And there's so many more games out there, so we hope you'll share in that conversation with us. Fun and Games podcast with Matt and Jeff. Find us on certainpov.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And happy gaming.
2: You're
0: listening to the Left Behind Game Club. Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club, our never-ending attempt to make sure that no game is left behind. I'm Jacob McCourt, and listen to me and my co-hosts Mo Murtadi and Mike Ruffalo, as well as some wonderful guests, as we go through games large and small, old and new, to bring you funny, informative, and mostly positive discussions about them. We've got over 100 episodes in the feed, so if you wanted to take the show for a spin, download a show about one of your favorites, and let us guide you through it with our takes join us on our goal in every episode to make sure that each time there's one less game left behind